0: The Pulse of Elkhart. This is On The Beat with Carl Stutzman. And welcome to On The Beat on the Heart 1340 AM, 1019 FM. Carl Stutzman here with you for your Monday with the Mayor edition. But today we're uh, having a little bit of a special change up. Sans the Mayor, it's the uh, it's the brains behind the Mayor. You can tell him I said that, Corinne. Uh, Corinne Street-Reed, who is the the Director of Communications, is joining us today. Uh, it is good to have you on the show for the first time. Uh, you know, you, you started work with mayor Robertson when he took over the reins last year and it has been very interesting finding how many weird ways our lives have intersected over the last decade and we just have never run into each other to this point
1: well it was it was super fun to run into you in the press box over Mm -hmm. at um jake field at concord high school um one of my homes away from home uh where i get to hang out with my dad um, during football games sometimes when he needs my help. So, yeah, we are we definitely run um, run in the same circles, media circles, sports circles. So, yeah, it's good to, um, you know, good to be able to have this communication in our in our I guess our day jobs. Right. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And it's there's nothing wrong with having a couple more Concord grads in the inside running things. I have no problem with that whatsoever. Don't tell the Elkhart people. uh, But, you know, it's 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 the Minutemen who run everything. We all know this.
1: We know that. And mm. and that's, I mean, the mayor had made it really clear that that was one of his biggest reservations um, with hiring me, but um, my, my um, lifelong uh, role as a basketball and a volleyball player and my height, um, I'm six feet tall. So that he was able to kind of balance those two things out. Well, she's a Concord grad, but she's tall and she played sports. So yeah, I was able to get my way into the administration.
0: In the event that there is a some form of uh, intercity sand volleyball tournament between Goshen and Mishawaka South, but in Elkhart, uh, suddenly the height advantage is well on our side. Well, that's good. Uh, for those that don't know much yeah. about you and in your position, you know, you've had a you know, you've had a pretty diverse and lengthy career. You've been around Elkhart for some time. Tell us about yourself.
1: Oh yeah, sure. Um, I I grew up in Hammond. Um, we uh, my dad worked in Chicago my whole childhood, and we've actually been in Elkhart since '95. So we've relocated to Elkhart, and I went to high school at Concord. Um, graduated from Concord and have lived in the Elkhart um, Goshen area um, the the whole time. So um, where. Where our paths probably started crossing a little bit was probably 10-ish years ago um, when I worked for the Elkhart Truth. Um, worked for the newspaper in advertising. And that's actually where I met uh, Mayor Robertson for the first time. He was in he was on city council during that time. And um, nobody in advertising wanted to touch the political ads um, because I think it was the two 2000- thousand. So it must have been the presidential election of 2008, mm-hmm. where we had a lot of national advise coming in for Congress and President and um, governors' races, and um, and I just raised my hand in a in a staff meeting and said I'd be happy to take that on. Um, had always been interested in in politics and that side of things, so that um, I did that for about five years, um, and that's actually what reinforced to me that that political science and civic engagement and really. Um, being fascinated with local and state legislative processes really, um, you know, gave me the boost that I needed, and I started taking classes at, at IU South Bend and ended up getting my my bachelor's degree in political science. So, um, when I uh, saw that Mayor Rod was running, um, I just remembered back, and he, you know, related to me back back you know, probably ten years ago that he had daughters that were athletes, and I was a you know a tall athlete um, in my day and. Um, I just saw when he was running, and I thought, all right, if if he wins, I think I'm going to try to work for him. So, yeah, applied via his uh, transition team website and started. He called me on New Year's Eve 2019 and offered me the position, and I started um, the next morning. And then I let my other job know, and they were cool with it. But, um, yeah, so I um, have been around Elkhart a really long time. We have a pretty diverse group of people on this administration working for the mayor, um, that are from different places around the region, um, but I am an Elkhart person for yeah more than more than 25 years now. So um, glad to be here um, raising my family. In this city and, and working for it, too.
0: Yeah, I was going to say the, the family aspect of it, too. You are a working mom, and that means you hold down about three different jobs on any uh, given day. So uh, you've got a couple of kids, and they're going <laughs> through the Elkhart school system, too.
1: Yeah, they're actually in Concord one last year um, because we uh, we moved from Concord schools into Elkhart schools. Um, and because that was kind of a school year transition, we um we gave them one more year in concord and so next uh fall of 2021 they will both start in the elkhart school system for the first time so we gave them a little buffer and a little transition time and um they um they've really been adapting to it nicely and, and living back downtown actually in the same building that we lived in when they were babies like 10 years ago um, which is kind of funny it's the whole circle of life um so we're actually back in that same building, and um, they are 12 and 13, so they love hopping on their skateboards and running over to Martin's or running to Vanilla Bean to get ice cream. That's one of their favorite places. So um, they are really enjoying the downtown life and everything that it offers, even in the midst of a pandemic. So uh, this summer, with some of our events coming back, we're going to be pretty exciting for them.
0: Yeah, and I I, I I, can imagine so. I lived downtown for a very short period of time and always enjoyed just kind of having a downtown atmosphere to be around. Uh, by the way, you know, for those that don't know what the director of communications does, I mean, that's the press releases. You're literally the voice of the city and uh, everyone else gets all the credit for it. So uh, I will say that we appreciate on the news end and on the show end what you do, uh, because it is it's very vital to uh, making sure that the message is concise. It is con- it is clear. Uh, everything is well communicated. And I know from mayor Rod's perspective, you know, in the conversations we've had that that was a big part of what he wanted his administration to be, which was something that people, you know, would be able to receive a message to understand what it was so they wouldn't be, um, I don't want to use the word confused, but that it would be again, clear and concise. And, you know, that's a lot to take on for someone who's jumping into a role like yours.
1: And it's been a lot of fun for me because when I um, was interviewing for this position and hearing what um, Mayor Rod's vision was for it, um, that was echoed um, through our our chief of staff, Dana Bennett, they really wanted somebody who was able to be um, the administration's storyteller and Elkhart's Elkhart storyteller. And when I think back, um, You know 20 years now when i was graduating high school i had planned a journalism route um, because i was a writer and i enjoyed writing i really enjoyed um, storytelling Um, i have a a theater background as well so that is always um you know performance and storytelling is something that is, is second nature to me um so when that was part of this job and i really got to see how all of those worlds were going to intersect um, I thought, oh, yeah, I, I got this. <laughs> um, I got this. That was pre-pandemic, of course. But um, at least in, in the beginning, I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do this. And I still to this day when I, um, you know, turn on the radio um, or open up the newspaper and I read something that I've written, um, you know, it, as the spokesperson for the city, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, I wrote that. <laughs> like they're reading my words out loud. Um, and those still are are moments that, you know, more than a year into this job still still make me really proud and humble mm-hmm. me um, and, and remind me that when I'm, you know, clicking out that press release at like 1130 at night or something, and maybe my brain isn't working as well as it was earlier in the day, I really got to be make really have to make sure that I double, triple check all of that because... Um, you know, I remember what it was like at the Elkhart Truth. You grab those press releases and it's a copy and paste sometimes to just yep. get information out there. So um, I want um, I'm glad that I, I can be that resource because I'm, I'm grateful for our local media organizations and how much um, coverage they give us. So I want to make sure that I'm giving them uh, quality and, and some informative content.
0: Uh, by the way a quick shout out backwards on that one journalism theater to uh, Mr. Judson and Mrs. Nonamaker and company over at Concord High School because they've uh, they've made fools of us all over the year somehow or another we just keep going down these paths even though we know it's bad for us Um, so one of the other things that you've done since you've started the position is you've completely you have completely revamped the website for the city of Elkhart and compared to what it was and I'm saying this respectfully as someone who's been I'm not a journalist but as someone who has been in news in our area for about a decade now you couldn't find a darn thing on that old website to save your life it was impossible and now it's seamless it's really really great you did a fantastic job
1: well thank you and i um that was my goal and i um definitely did not do it on my own the team that i got to work with Um, both internally and externally, um, Bala Marketing actually built the website for us. Um, And then a lot of our internal stakeholders, um, the the department heads that are very active with their website planning, um, they were um, instrumental in telling me what they needed the website to do um, and how we could make it easier. And so we still are are working through, Um, I've got quite a list of updates and upgrades and little fixes that we're gonna make in the coming weeks but just thinking about where we were last year to where we are now um yeah it's we we have we have grown grown by miles with that website and i'm I'm happy to hear that it is it's it's giving people the usability that it needs because yeah i mean being around i think this website had been fairly unchanged since 2001 or two um so that's a really long life for a website Um, they usually don't last longer than three or four years before a major Mm -hmm. kind of overhaul so this overhaul was long overdue um but it is always a question of where is the funding coming from and, and who's going to take it on because it's it's quite an undertaking. So um, between my, my assistant, Myra, and myself and the VALA team and our internal team, um, people have really jumped on and have taken ownership with their departments and their sections. And that's been that's been really nice to see, too. So keep coming back and checking out the website. It's, if you think it's good now, it's going to keep getting better.
0: All right, uh, we are talking with Corinne Strait-Reed. She is the Director of Communications for the City of Elkhart. We're going to take a quick break here, and we'll be right back. They uh, made an announcement earlier this week about addition to their staff. You may have caught it uh, mentioned in there just a second ago. So we'll be right back. We'll uh, have more on The Beat on The Heart 1340 AM, 1019 FM. What's happening in your backyard? It's back to On the Beat with Carl Stutzman. And welcome back to On the Beat on the Heart 1340 AM, 1019 FM. Carl Stutzman here with you for our Mondays with the Mayor edition. But instead of the Mayor today, we get the voice of the Mayor and the voice of Elkhart, that is the Director of Communications, Corinne Strait-Reed. Corinne, it has been good to catch up with you. I know this last week was a big announcement for the city staff as Mayor Robertson officially announced his, well, I say new chief of staff. It's a name that is uh, definitely not unfamiliar to the uh, city government.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so Dana Bennett has been serving as chief of staff since Mayor Robertson took office in January of 2020, and the one vacancy in um, our city departments that has, um, you know, really kind of been hovering over us and um, and kind of holding us us back in some respects has been the director of our Development Services Division which is our you know, economic development and really the economic um, and revenue generating arm of the city. So this department is invaluable in what it provides to bringing developers and residents and businesses and really getting people um, excited in Elkhart. And Elkhart is in a really amazing position where we're on the cusp of being able to bring some incredible development here. We have space to develop. Um, we have places for people to go. We have a low cost of living. You know, we have all of these, these amenities um, and things are kind of coming together. And it was just that one more piece that we needed. Cause I tell you that team in economic development and community outreach and development services, um, they're an amazing team, and they really needed an amazing leader. And Dana, as chief of staff, had been stepping into that role to kind of be in, um, you know, in a guidance capacity until we could find somebody to fill that position. And that position is is traditionally quite difficult to fill um, because it's a very uh, specific specialty. It's a position that somebody can do in the private, uh, uh, you know, in private industry um, and make a lot of money um, and be very successful. So to find somebody that's able to get that skill set and bring it into the public sector has always been tricky, not just for Elkhart, but for localities all around the country. Um, And at one point, um, the, the mayor speaking with some other people, just it kind of was a light bulb moment of, Dana Bennett um, would be the person for this job, and it is an area with economic development and community development and interaction where she excels. Um, And so she is officially transitioning from the chief of of staff position to the director of development services position on Monday. So um, today, when you're hearing this, March 15th will be Dana's very first day in that role. Um, And we're really excited about it. She's gonna do great. Um, She has a really great team to lead, and they're excited to have her join them officially
0: well and, and a lot of people don't really consider that you know from our perspective as the average person things happen we see it pop up in the news we see the buildings start to go up we see that improvements are being made wherever we don't necessarily think about who's the you know the ones behind the scenes doing that but that I mean that's a very intentional effort and it takes a lot of work and a lot of time and I imagine it's also a pretty thankless position at the end
1: of the day too yeah it is it's definitely a lot of behind the scenes work because when you think about front-facing positions in the city, a lot of times that's people um, in uniform. So our firefighters, our police officers, um, the mayor, everybody knows his face. Um, But even somebody like me that that's I'm on I'm on TV a few times a week. Um, I can still live my life being fairly incognito. I'm not getting recognized at at the grocery store. Right. You know, I'm I'm very much under the radar. And that is how our economic development and community development um, operates as well. I mean, they are out and about every once in a while. Somebody might see a Um, a little Ford vehicle that's got an Elkhart logo that says development or redevelopment. Um, That's usually when people are out and about checking out properties or maybe bringing in developers to tour the city. Um, But yeah, it's a very much behind the scenes type of work um, and, and planning processes that take a very long time. So I think back to um, when the Martins, the River District Martins over in East Jackson opened and how many years that was in the making and how many different people came up to the podium, um, both the mayor and then private industry people that came up because it truly was a public private partnership with the River District development. Um, and that Martins was such a landmark you know, anchor Um, part of that River District Implementation Team plan. Um, But to watch all these different people come up to the microphone and you realize how many years this took um, and how many different um, people had to be at the table to make that happen. So those big ribbon-cutting moments that we get Um, it's really, you know, that's the tip of the iceberg when you think about what the public sees and then everything that's under the water has been what's been going on um, for years. Um, So, yeah, we will see other projects like that coming up um, in the future. We look at, um, you know, Hively Overpass that's coming, some other type of paving work and street improvement work. Um, That's all going on behind the scenes. And then when it actually rolls out is when the public gets to, um, Mm -hmm. you know, have some input and kind of get to see it. Um, but there is so much that goes on on behind the scenes that is it de- definitely is unsung.
0: Yeah. And, and for her position, that is that's legacy. That's a long term yes. effect on the community because, uh, you know, mayors come and go. I, I hate to say that, but they do. But that, you know, bridges and overpasses and a riverfront district, that's going to be around for a really long time. So the things that the things that she's doing, the things that her team are doing are very vital to uh, the the growth and development of the city as a whole. I guess that probably is why it's you know part of her name.
1: It, you're so right, because when we think of of the types of plans that we're putting in place now, um, you know even if we look past um, you know, the second term of a of a Robertson administration that's when we will start seeing the fruits of some of these um some of these projects some of these seeds that that we are being that we are planting there'll be plenty of more short-term projects that will be done during that time um but yeah we are going to watch this work that is happening in 2021 and 2022 play out over the next five to seven years um where some of us may still be in this position or we may have moved on but um you know as when we are here and we are in this space we're going to do what we can and we're going to watch it pay off um, and that legacy word is something that Dana is um, really working towards because she sees the potential here. Um, and as an outsider, you know, Dana is originally from um, from Gary, so near my hometown. So we're both um, originally region girls um, and moved over here to, um, to the Elkhart area and to see the how somebody from the outside coming in can view Elkhart and can complement that with somebody like me or like the mayor that have been here um, almost our whole lives and that we can come to common goals and we can see common opportunities that's really exciting because then you know you're on the right track because an outside set of eyes is coming in um, and is shining light on stuff that uh, maybe we didn't even see the potential for so it's it's a very it's a very exciting um, position and she's gonna uh, she's gonna do great things for us
0: well uh, you know the announcement not coincidental with a, uh, a an article that you guys had shared on your facebook page uh, was it last week or was it early this week time is just kind of it all flows together at this point uh, site selection magazine uh, looked at the a lot of the metro city populations around the united states and uh, was looking at uh, areas that had the highest concentration per capita of ongoing projects and sure enough you know for the uh, population with, uh, you know, population. I think it was what two hundred thousand to, or it was it less than two hundred? Whatever, whatever it was. Uh, Elkhart, mm-hmm. Goshen came out in second, and yep. we don't. We and we were up. You know, we're. I'm looking at the list. Like we're up next to Savannah and Huntsville, just some pretty big cities around the country. We really do have a lot that's going on around Elkhart.
1: We really do, and and thinking back to um, back. You know, 10 years ago, when we were all living through, um, through the recession and, and dealing with the, the long lasting impacts, we saw how much national attention Elkhart got. Um, how many times President Obama came and visited us, which was not necessarily a good thing because we were the highlight of of that major economic downturn. Um, And as someone whose um, spouse and family um, lived through that time, um, to be able to be in this position 10 years later and see that kind of potential and to see the Elkhart-Goshen metro area getting that kind of national attention, um it's it's thrilling and it really shows that you know, investing in Elkhart and staying here for the long term, um, you know, and deciding to raise our families here and deciding to, to put down roots. Um, and really watch this place grow. Um, yeah, it's it's been um, it's been pretty overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And that yeah, that when that article came out, it was I think it was the day or so after Dana's announcement was made. Um, so we couldn't have asked for for better timing. Um, I wish we could say we planned that, but we didn't. Um, but that's just that's just showing that um, you know people from the outside are noticing what we are doing and they are noticing, the amount of investment that we are putting in. Um, and it's, and it's yes, we're fixing the potholes, um, but we're also looking several miles down the road to see how we can improve that. And that may take 10 years to get there. We're still gonna keep fixing the potholes, but we're also gonna keep looking out into the distance and looking out into the horizon to see how we can keep building Elkhart and creating that that legacy.
0: Well, We are certainly excited to see what Dana can do, and uh, we'll be reaching out to her and obviously have her on the show and kind of get her perspective on long-term plans and thoughts and visions. From your perspective in the in the position of Director of Communications, uh, you you kind of get to see all of it, and I think that's you know, the external communications with us media folk is one thing, but trying to manage everything from inside internal divisions is a whole different thing. Um, through the pandemic, through... Um, you know, through you know, introducing a new administration. How have things been? You know, are are, are are has it been a relatively smooth process? Are you guys still working out the kinks on things? Uh, what's been your perspective from your position?
1: From my position, um, I continue to be unbelievably grateful for the team that the mayor put in place, even before we knew what was what was ahead of us for. Um, with the COVID pandemic in 2020, the mayor set out to build himself um, and to build his administration and executive leadership team, and he created that team um, with a core of seven members um, that includes our, you know, our council, our controller Dana, myself, um, HR, our engineering department, um, and this core seven people that is made up of some longtime Elkhart people, some longtime City of Elkhart employees, and three outsiders um, that come and have moved into Elkhart um, from different parts of the area. Um, That core team that he put in place um, was a lifesaver for us because We really hit our stride. We had a great flow going. Uh, We work really well together. Um, And then March came and uh, ripped the rug right out from under us. But that foundation that we had established Um, as a team as experts in our um, respective areas of of the city of management uh, we were able to continue to manage this together and i i can't even imagine what 2020 would have looked like without this team Um, and we are all still here and we are all still doing really well in our positions Um, but we really did have um, the task of not only managing the essential functions of the city that had to keep going even in the midst of a shutdown Um, our street department is one example that we like to use we had our highest paving year on record for 2020 so we did the most paving ever um, in in 2020 and our street commissioner mike zooks has a very aggressive agenda coming out for 2021 so You know, a lot of us were working at home during that time um, and we did have people that were out on the streets working. So managing the internal um, uncertainty that this kind of pandemic brought and keeping the safety of our staff at the very top of our priority list, as well as the safety of our residents. um, We kept those two things working in tandem and um, we think we did we did a pretty good job Um, when we look at the numbers of people positive cases that we had, we had a fairly low percentage of employees that got sick, um, which we are very grateful for. And and we do have employees that have followed the rules and the procedures, and they have adapted admirably to these conditions. Um, But it was a really tricky, a really tricky balance. And I think all of those brains that Mayor Robertson was able able to bring together that um, had so much expertise in HR in the medical field, both in private and public sectors, Um, all of that melded together and we were able to tackle this this pandemic and rely on each other's expertise Um, all the time you know working really closely with our partners at Elkhart General and at the health department um, who you know public health is their game so we uh, we really did lean on them heavily but I am I'm pretty grateful um, that I that I had this team to fall back on because yeah that that difference between you know internal and external communication and Um, We talked about masking policies and keeping, you know, here's what symptoms of COVID are. I mean, we can think back to May or June of last year when we're all learning about, oh, it's not a fever in everybody or it's not a cough in everybody Mm -hmm. and and letting our employees know like, hey, look out for if you're a little extra tired, if you've got a sore throat that's kind of weird, you know? So that kind of communication was internal um, to just keep checking in with our staff and making sure that they were healthy, making sure that they felt safe coming to work um, and keeping that line of communication. I can't even count how many times my cell phone rang with I have an employee that has a really bad headache and a sore throat, what do I do? Um, and thankfully I, I had really good information from um, from our health department and Dr. Bache at Elkhart General. She was a godsend. Um, but then I could relay that information and really um, calm people down and let them know that they were going to be okay and we were gonna get through this. Um, so that was the internal piece you know and externally was really getting the community on board and understanding why masking was important um that is uh you know we all throw our masks on when we leave our homes and get out of our cars now and it feels like it's like putting your seatbelt on now um but back last summer we all remember what a fight that was and how mm-hmm. um <laughs> what a rude awakening it was for people and so that was the external communication part Um, And I was, yeah, I was really grateful to have um, such a good team inside that I could bounce ideas off of um, and put messages out on social media and through the press um, that really helped people know that we were in this with them. And like Mayor Rod said throughout this whole time, we're getting through it together. You know, if you have COVID, I have COVID. I mean, he started saying that in, in March of last year, and that's really the the mentality that we took on was that if our, one of our neighbors has this virus, we all have it and we all have to take care of each other and act act accordingly.
0: Corinne Strait-Reed, a communications sorry, director of communications for the city of Elkhart. It has been great to have you on the show today. Uh, anytime that the mayor isn't available or, you know, you just you think you can say something better than he can? You're more than welcome to uh, jump on. And it was good to chat with you.
1: It was so good to talk with you too, Carl. Thank you for having me. And I look forward to next time.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. We got more coming up, finishing up uh, after regionals this weekend. How did basketball work out in Indiana? We'll catch up with Ron Bedward from Michiana Promotions on the beat on the Hard 1340 AM, 101.9 FM. Podcasts by Federated Media.